I'll tell you what is fire is that new Taylor Swift jam. I know you bullshit. I know you joke. Oh, you got a problem with Taylor because she shit on your boy, your boys Kim and Kanye. Well, she has no standing. She has no ground. What the fuck? She has no ground. But but no, that Kanye is an asshole. Yeah. The song is fire. And the song is fire. You really think it's fire? I like her music. I do. I think she's a good. I think she's talented as hell. God, that's the whitest shit you ever said in your life. Have you ever? <laughs> I mean, no, it's really not. Like, yes, the fuck it ever, is. Like, Hit my music. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. You are now listening to the SMC Wrestling Podcast with your boys, the Smart, Caleb Baldwin, the Mark, Carl Irvin. And the contrarian, Rance Morris. Believe in the pod. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the SMT Wrestling Podcast. It is September 8th, 2017. It's your boy, Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. Let me give you a heads up before we start. I have a cold, so if you hear me cough or sneeze, I have an excuse. Unlike my brother, Carl, who chose to cough through my... Very emotional diatribe about my Hurricane Harvey story last week. Here so we go. I just Here want y'all go. to know. We're, we're already on to Irma, and we're still talking about you. I got it. Oh, well. Seriously. Wow. Shout, shout, out, shout out to Florida. Wow. Shout out to Florida. That's Jeremy, good. Carl, James. I mean, yeah. not Carl. Jeremy, Rich, James. I hope you guys are okay. Be careful out there. Yeah, no doubt. As as, as Bill Belichick might say, we're on to Irma. <laughs> but, um, no, I, oh, it's funny because I, the thing is, I didn't explain myself last week, so I'm sitting here coughing, and everybody's like, what the hell is that? Really? Uh, I'm just having, I've still got like a minor, I've got like one of those lingering coughs going on, you know what I mean? Um, I'm getting attacked by allergies, so it's it's awful, but yeah, I apologize oh, for that. And, but my allergies. Oh, shut up. But my know. immune system. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you deserve that cough, Carl. Tired of this. Well, wow. Gentlemen, okay. you want to do yourself? Well, what's going on? Okay, sweet. Uh, I am your smart mark. I am Caleb M. Baldwin. Um, I just want to let you guys know um, the past couple days have been a bit of a mixed bag for years truly. Thursday night, I got to see. Chiefs beat the Patriots. Now, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I like Alex Smith, former 49er. And that was awesome because, you know, all this rumor and all this talk about how the, the Patriots were on a 16-0 and and all that good stuff, you know. Just pure insanity to be speaking at the preseason. And then the Chiefs beat them in week one at their home stadium. So that's awesome. However, this afternoon, I took an excursion out of town excursion. and decided I wanted to go see... Yes, that, that's how fucking far he stays out, I, guys. He has to take excursions to to go yes, see civilization. Yes, exactly. Yeah, oh I my have God. to blaze trails. And stuff. Yeah, so I went. I saw it. Don't know if you know what it is, but hey, those of you that don't live under a rock, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's cool. However, I was disappointed. I had high hopes, and I do not feel as though the movie delivered. But, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> I had the day off, so I can't really complain. And uh, that's really all I got for you right now. So, Carl, what's so, up, well, man? Hold on. So, a recap. 
A recap. Okay, yeah. A recap. Houston is dealing with uh, residual flood damage. Florida is dealing with oh, a, a future flood. And Caleb just had a bad day because <laughs> the movie was bad. All right. Yes. Got yeah. you. Well, yeah. we all have we all have like, different different days, you know. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> don't worry. When a tornado takes out Delaware, Oklahoma. And you had a bad day watching the Avengers. Hey, Avengers do movie. not, do, a, please. You get him back. Come on now, you cannot be saying town name. Come on now. <laughs> what if someone it doesn't hears matter. this podcast? What if someone hears this podcast and is like, "I fucking hate that Caleb guy. I want to, I want him out of here." And then yeah, they just you know, hunt me down well, because now they know that, the town in which I live. Well, to because that I say good. Yeah. Good. Wow. That's, that's wow. Good. Yeah. Yeah, you want all you want all you want all logic and reason removed from this podcast, don't you? Uh, you know it. Uh, the, if I wanted that, I would just yeah. quit. So the, uh, the SMC <laughs> podcast does not uh, endorse the thoughts and, and views of one caller in. Oh come on! Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so just so, to kind of piggyback off Caleb. Oh. No, no. Hey, can I mean, yeah. Let me you let me introduce myself at okay. least. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you get your shit in. Go ahead. Thank you. Just to piggyback off you. The last time the Patriots lost a season opener to the Chiefs, they won the Super Bowl. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, who cares? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, boo hoo. True. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not a Patriots fan. You guys know that. But just to be, you know, some context there. Um, the Patriots the are the goes, scourge of the earth. Damn. Oh yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. I've. I don't know if you've met Steelers fans before. But anyway. Amen. Amen. Uh, okay. I'll say this about it. I haven't seen it. I'm going to go see it tomorrow, but the reviews have been good, so it. We get it, Jericho. (laughs) Um, Yep. So, yeah, um, I don't know. The reviews have said it's good, and you say it's not so much, so I guess I'll have an opinion next time I see you guys, talk to you guys, so whatever. I will will say this, Carl, just to piggyback off of what you said, that – it's much better than the 1990 miniseries. So, oh, I, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, we're not here to talk about movies, are we? We're here to talk about wrestling, aren't we? Well, with, with, with you, Caleb, we never know, brother. That's oh, true. okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Set us up, my brother. Set us up. Oh, wow. Okay. You're, you're exposing the business here, but okay. Um, so, you know, I had the day off. Some people didn't. I also have Christmas Day off, but now, this year, there is a uh, a roster of a show called Raw that is not going to have Christmas Day off this year, as they will be going live from I don't know where. Live from Sioux Falls, (laughs) South Dakota. Yes. I, I have my thoughts on this. Um, I, I don't want to get those out of the way real quick. Um, now, as far as this goes, like, I I mean, I understand it, but I can empathize with the wrestlers that are upset that they have to work on Christmas Day. You know, I understand. Um, I think, you know, depending on attendance and, and ratings for this, you know, we'll tell whether or not this, you know, is a yearly tradition. And most years it wouldn't have to be a tradition anyway, because, you know, you know, they only run Mondays and Tuesdays. So, you know what? That's, you know, 
that's interesting. I wish I had more to say. I know Carl does. I think Rance does. I'm not sure. But I am curious to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, well, I actually, me and Caleb have talked about this. I haven't actually heard Rance's opinion on this mm. um, at all. You haven't really said anything about it. So I am curious, but I'm going to get it, I'm going to get mine in first just because I don't want you to take away my heat if for some reason we agree. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Same. So let me just ju- let me just jump in. OK, so here's the thing. I completely understand the frustration with having to work on Christmas Day, because first and foremost, I have worked in a place where I've had to work Christmas Day. I have worked multiple Christmas days and I am in my early 30s. So I am in the same age as a lot of these guys that you see on TV every week, I would imagine in the same age range. Um, I also have a family. Um, I have worked while having a family on Christmas Day. It does suck, okay? However, this is just kind of the nature of it, all right? Like, they've never had to do this before, so this isn't something that that they had to do, no. But when you take on a job, okay, this is, these are the kind of things you just have to deal with. If you work at a bank, you don't have to work on Christmas, and you know that, right? Right? But if you work for a company like this, this is just the way it is. I worked at a casino. We were open 24-7. I knew going in that I was going to have to work certain days I may not want to. And that includes, I'm a religious guy. I've worked Easter. I've worked Christmas. Okay? I mean, these days are not days you want to work. You want to be with your family. I get that. Um, But I will say this, and maybe this isn't a fair reasoning, these guys are getting compensated a lot better than I am. And I don't really see a lot of people run into the defense of other people that have to work on Christmas. You hardly ever see it. Exactly. All of a sudden we're having a, we're having a boohoo fest over these guys for them having to do this one time. And they're probably not going to have to do it again for seven years, six or seven years, depending on how the days rotate in the calendar. It's hard for me to really sympathize. So that's just my opinion. And Rance, feel free to jump in. LeBron James hasn't had a Christmas Day off in like eight years. In fact, until last year, LeBron James hadn't had a Christmas in Cleveland. Every game Christmas, he was it was away. So boo fucking who? I, I like I have sympathy for the guy that works at Walmart or the guy that works at the the gas station or the guy that works at uh, the movie theater or you know like a regular everyday job. That has to work on Christmas. I feel for you. I feel for that person. But there, when you're when you're an entertainer, and you get paid off of your entertainment, and you are a mainstream, top level entertainer, you belong to the public. I hate that. It's bullshit, but it is the truth. Colin Cowherd says something that's very true, and I, I stand by it all the time. If when 9/11 happened, nobody gave a fuck that Brian Williams had a family. Nobody cared. We needed to know the news. When these things happen, we need to know. I've got a, a good friend of mine and I got a cousin of mine who are, are both anchors for the news for two different news channels here in Houston. And they didn't they didn't go home for like four days. You know what? That's the job. So boo hoo. Well, let me can I just piggyback real quick, Caleb, before I let you jump in because I know you'll probably want to Say something about yeah, it. Yeah, no, go um, go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say another thing to think about. How many times 
do we hear the idea of if you want to be successful in life, you've got to sacrifice. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You got to sacrifice things to make the real money and to be successful and to have to be rich and whatever it is that you want out of life with all the things that you want out of life, you got to sacrifice, you got to sacrifice. And so we're going to lose our minds as human, as fans over one day. That's going to, it's not going to happen for, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how another seven days, go, another seven years. It's, yeah. It's going to be however long, right? You're asking these guys to sacrifice one Christmas. It's, it's, it's insane to me. The amount that we, the, the, the links that we will go to, just to get angry about this when regular people like the cat, the gas station guy that you mentioned, if he works at the gas station for three years, four years, he may work every single Christmas. Yep. Whether, whether it's on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Christmas, matter. New Year's, President's day, Martin Luther King day, Easter, yeah. so everything. Arbor day, Arbor day, flag day, flag day, <laughs> earth day, uh, father's yeah. day, everything. So, You're right. I mean, come on. I mean, so that's just my opinion on this. And Caleb, I'd like to hear if you have anything you want to add. Um, you know, I don't really have much to add, you know, now that you put it, you know, this way of, especially when you rationalize, like, I get Christmas Day off. So it is really easy for me to empathize with people that unfortunately have to work Christmas now. However, and this one really pisses me off as a fan of Seinfeld. I have to work Festivus every single year, oh my and it God. always just pisses me off. <laughs> I can't get the poll out. I can't do the feats of strength. I can't do any of that. I can't do the airing of grievances on the day of because I have to work. But that's a that's a that's petty gripe that I have. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm sorry about your luck, but I think you'll get over it, you know. And, hey, you can have Christmas on the... 26th or 27th it's yeah well, and I, I haven't seen a ton of the guys really complain maybe they're scared to because oh know. it's not gonna go public if they do no but i don't understand I mean, what there's to complain about what is there to complain about like that you, you're that not they are working on christmas day that's what there's to complain about i mean they're, but they're gone that, right? but they're gone 300 days out the year you're mad because you're gone for one well, it's not just one day. It's Christmas Day, man. It's pro- it's well, considered. I would. It'd probably be considered the most popular holiday of sure. of the year. So sure. Eh. I, I mean, I, 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 like I said, I get it. Uh, I just don't have much sympathy for it. I would have honestly, you know, Caleb. I know where you know you have a job where you don't work on Christmas Day, but that's because you spend the rest of the year busting your ass during Christmas season to set up for Christmas. You know what I mean? To set up for like that, that holiday season. You know, yeah, the next day, yeah. the next, the next day at your job, I know for a fact it's busy as all hell. Right. It so, is. I mean, yeah. I have more sympathy for the fact that you have to kill yourself for two months out of the year just to get ready for the, you know, for these specific days. than I do for a guy who's got to work on Christmas day once every seven years and it's actually the only the first time they've ever had to do it within this job i'm not saying they haven't had to do it in their past lives yeah. or whatever but now uh i do want to ask you guys do you think this will be successful for them for uh do you think this will be a successful venture for the wwe do you think they'll draw not necessarily even a good rating but say like a good live attendance for example uh i think it'll depend on where they're at um, I, I, they're in I, Chicago. They're in Chicago. Oh, oh, okay, that's right. 
right. Okay, that's right. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, I think they'll do fine. I, I don't think you'd be surprised, man, because like if you, I, okay, just for context, I went to that's probably about maybe eight or nine years ago. I went to a Dallas Cowboys game in Dallas on Christmas Day. Uh, me and my parents and my girlfriend at the time, my now wife, but my wife, went, my wife, we all went down there. I mean, it was a packed house, right? A form of entertainment, family get together. You'd be surprised when a place of business is open, how many people will still go. Like I said earlier, you know, I worked at a casino before. And I'm telling you, we were busy as hell on Christmas Day. When places are open on Christmas Day, they will get people. Um, some of it is some people don't have family. Um, you know, they're lonely. They want to do something. Some of it is... You know, you can get the whole family together. We're all here, right? You're in Chicago, right? Say you go visit your family in Chicago. We're all here. You know, let's go to a wrestling thing. It's something we can do together as a family. You can still actually do it as a family. So, yes, I think from a live attendance standpoint, I think it'll be fine. I don't know how it'll do on TV, but honestly, I figure it's going to play maybe a little lower than normal, but not anything jarring. I just don't see that happening. Um, People watch, people sit around and watch TV on Christmas Day. People go places on Christmas Day, you know, so for us as fans, if we hate it so much, we better not show up. You know what I mean? Better not watch it on TV. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts on this. Um, So I know I'll probably watch, you know, but that's that's just me. So just something to think about. Yeah, I suppose so. Rance, what do you think? Do you think it's going to do well on Christmas? How do you think it's going to go over? It's Chicago. The fuck you think? When's the last time you saw a Chicago crowd that wasn't hot, that wasn't full, that wasn't ready to go? Man, Chicago, Chicago shows um, out. Chi- let me let me say let me say oh, rants, rants, rants. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I know you gotta last go. Last time they went to Chicago. No, the last time they went to Chicago, they didn't sell out Takeover, and I don't believe Backlash sold out either. So yeah, but we're talking. It's not unprecedented okay but we're not we're talking about we're not talking about an empty crowd we're talking about the difference between 10,000 and 12,000 okay. right right you can tarp the top off and it'll still look full I mean I'm sure many people at home think thinking that oh well shit the arena holds 12,000 people they'll get five I don't see that happening I see it being a full crowd I see people wanting to be a part people love novelty right People love novelty shit. You remember when remember when Punk uh, had his match with Cena at Money in the Bank and he had the shirt that had the date on it? You, people were buying shit on eBay for like thousands of dollars because of the novelty. People like to do shit and go to shit and live through shit or experience shit that is not going to happen again. Who says they ever do another wrong Christmas? Yep, that's true. So think about that coupled with uh, coupled with the city they're in and how hot it is. Come on, man. If my, if 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 you can sell out, if if Lambeau Stadium will sell out on fucking Christmas Day, they can get twelve thousand people for a raw taping. Agreed. I think they will. One thing I've learned, and I know Caleb will hate this. I don't statement. know about twelve thousand. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll make okay. a bet later down the road. But one thing I've learned okay. that okay. Caleb might hate is I'd never, ever second guess Vince McMahon. I might, I might question it, but at the end of the day, 
he's made a lot more right decisions than I've made decisions. <laughs> Caleb didn't uh-huh. like that. Caleb is like, no, no. Wow. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think we've pretty well said all we can say about Raw on Christmas. But uh, so, guys, there is uh, there is one particular guy in uh, one John Bradshaw Layfield who does not have to work Christmas anymore. At least not with WWE. He decided to leave his post on SmackDown, and he is helping out his foundation. And I. Can't remember exactly what they do, but I know it's very charitable. The take care kids in Bermuda. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Good job, uh, filling in the gaps where I can't. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, JBL left SmackDown. Um, thank you for that. Not only for oh hey, I don't have to hear you anymore. Whatever. Don't want to be a jerk about it. Um, for you know doing the charitable work that you were doing, I. Obviously, I can appreciate that as well. Um, I am kind of puzzled by the shuffling that they did. Hmm. I honestly thought that uh, having it's weird because here's the thing, you know, with the shuffling they did. Now, Raw and SmackDown both have Corey on them, but the B shows that are taped at that at those shows both have Nigel on them. Mm-hmm. So it's just not very um, it's not very economical. You know, you're you're paying for two announcers to go to two different cities when you could just do one. And I, having Nigel call one of the A shows, I don't think he's necessarily taking a chance at this point because I feel like he's proven no. he's, you know, more than capable. He's not ready. Really? Not at all, no. He's not ready, really? No. Okay. Nigel hasn't, well, learned, agree to Nigel, Nigel hasn't learned to do the three-man weave yet. Nigel is really good when it's him and one other person. The problem is Nigel overtalks okay. everybody. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, that's well, fair. I'll, I'll say, fair. say this about um, I haven't heard a ton of Nigel because I don't. You guys know I'm. I, I get my time, my moments to watch what I can watch, so I usually have missed most of his commentary. But I've heard that he's decent enough. But like you, if you say he's not ready, then I would take your word for it. I, I mean, I don't know. He's uh, good. As far as core, right. As far as Corey goes, I would disagree with your point, Caleb, that it's not economical. And the reason why I say that is if you're thinking of it straight from a dollars and cents, well, you got to pay for him to travel. You got to do this. You got to do that. I get that. However, this is an opportunity because Corey is such a good announcer. He's so good at what he does and he's interesting and people like him. But it's an opportunity to actually make more money because now you're putting Corey on the other brand as well, which brings more awareness. People weren't as fond of JBL, right? A lot of people don't like JBL. So Corey is a, could be a moneymaker for you. It's just like when they try and build a, a wrestler, okay? They try and put Roman Reigns out there and they bring him out there. So people will watch and more people will want to watch the product. More people watching the product means – more people buying shit. Yeah. Right. That that's to me that's the same idea. You know, if you put if you told me tomorrow you could have Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan back on WWE, you think a lot of extra people would start watching? Bet you they would. And I'm not saying Corey yeah, is that. because Gorilla Monsoon is dead, sir. Okay, you know you what I bastard. mean. You bastard. You know what I mean. And I'm not saying Corey <laughs> is Corey is that, but I think he's an upgrade from JBL. 
So I think I think it matters in, in terms of dollars and cents. You know, maybe not immediately, but I think bottom line, I do think it's it's not going to hurt them on, on you know economically. Well, this is you know my opinion and, on that. So. And you and you're forgetting the fact that he was already on Tuesday every every Tuesday for two or five live. So it's not like he's doing anything different. He's been going Tuesday no, every, I know. every week. I know. It just doesn't make sense to me that he would they would have him do Mondays and Tuesdays and. Uh, Carl, to your point, I don't think people are necessarily going to shows because of the commentary that's on there, or I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about going to shows. Watching that's a whole different. That's a whole different ballgame. The quality watching of the shows watching. Them. It, yeah, watching brings in its whole other brand of people who will buy uh, things yeah. as well. Maybe, maybe so, but I don't know. I can only speak from my personal perspective. I have never like even I have heard some of the dirt worst commentary out there. But I have never turned off a show because of commentary before, so I can. But, I'm just gonna make that. Clear. But have you muted a show because of commentary? Actually, just once, and it was a uh, impact of about a couple months ago. Josh Matthews wouldn't shut I, up about something. I hate that dude. I truly feel He's like terrible. Just like, uh, just like a hot crowd can enhance a, a match, a great commentary can enhance a match. That's the best. Oh been, yeah, I agree with that. That's been the argument with Michael Cole and Jr. Michael Cole was great at his job, but he's asked to do something different that Jim Ross was asked to do. So people felt like, well, we need to keep Jr. because Jr. makes the matches feel more important, whereas Michael Cole makes it feel more corporate or commercial. Which I get that, but it's the same thing. So now you have not only, not only a legit heel announcer, but a witty, smart, funny, uh, legit heel announcer who let's not forget the great rapport he has with Byron Saxton. Those two oh, yeah. have a great and rapport. And Phillips, too, yeah. And Phillips, yes. All three of them? It's going to be great. Yeah. I agree no, with wait, that. We I, saw I, that on NXT before, and that trio is good. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I remember you guys have heard me say this before when we uh, did our little – we did a little draft a while back or whatever and put it away, but it didn't end up getting recorded correctly. But whatever. But don't, when we did that, don't bring that up, Carl. Don't bring that up. <laughs> When I, whenever that we did that, if you guys remember, when we drafted our commentary guys, I drafted Corey and Byron because I was such a big fan of how they how they work together. Yeah, I think that's just a great dynamic between those two. So I'm happy that especially that Corey and Byron are going to be back on on commentary. Well, I don't usually listen to SmackDown commentary that much. I usually will mute it. You know, I, I mean, it's whatever to me. I'm not a big commentary fan, so it's got to be a good team. So I usually mute commentary sometimes. Um, and just watch the matches or whatever, or the promos. But I got a question. Uh, I got case, a question for Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. How do you do? You think that Renee should have gotten a chance to maybe be lead? Because we she we've we've seen her in NXT as a color. It's not good. But I think it, Renee could eventually be a good lead announcer, like a play by play. You don't do that on SmackDown. I'll put it that way. Okay, that's you, Maybe you do that with the May. You do that with the May Young Classic, or you do that with Two Hundred Five Live, or something of that nature. She should have called the May Young Classic, by the way. She should have called. Oh it. yes, yeah. because God bless Jim Ross. Yeah, his time is gone. It's bad. Yeah, Jim Ross in 2017 is not a good commentator. And and then and then Lita, who Lita isn't very good at commentating because she's never done it before. But then she already has yeah. a grating voice. But she's not adding anything to the shows. She's not adding any... Like, very, very rarely does she actually add some value. But, like, Jim has to go, like, down in her throat and pull it out. 
Man, I tried to tell you all that, too. I haven't even watched the Mae Young Classic. When we talked about it before we started this podcast, I specifically remember not being a huge fan of Lita being at the booth for the Mae Young Classic. But you get why, right? Who else were they going to get? No, yeah, sure, I get why. But, I mean, ugh. Anyway, that's, that, that's, uh, that's another another story. No, Carl, that, Carl, that is a proper reaction to what we've been treated to yes. as far as that goes. Um, have you guys said your piece on uh, – have you guys got all your shit in on the JBL thing? Well, no. I want to say I don't. This. I don't want to rush you, yeah. To my, to my brothers at One Nation Radio, I do not appreciate the fact that y'all had a dance party for 15 minutes singing Celebration and Don't Stop the Feeling and all these happy songs about JBL leaving. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate the yes chance. <laughs> I don't appreciate the jubilation. I understand JBL isn't popular with the IWC. I don't consider myself a card-carrying member of the IWC, although I live in an IWC neighborhood. But <laughs> JBL is not as bad as y'all make him out to be. No, he's not. I, and, and I do, and I, I want to go on a quick little diatribe. This is for my boy Caleb. Oh, boy. I remember, and, and this is, I just want to, I'm going to say this to kind of bring my full point around by JBL, about how he's not as bad as y'all think he is. We know JBL used to be a bully. We know JBL is a bit of a dick as a human as a human being in a wrestling perspective, but we also know all the good shit he's done for other people. He created tribute to the troops. He's tirelessly works all the past five, six, seven years helping kids. He does, he does he's done a lot. But y'all motherfuckers, yes, motherfuckers, were killing this dude over the Mario Ronaldo situation, and the truth finally fucking came out that it wasn't about him. Mario had beef with Vince. Also, truth came out that the shit that that Morrow was upset that JBL said, everybody knew JBL was fed that line. So, you know, situations like that that bother me because we run we rest a crucified guy for shit that's not even true. But my narrative, right? So, you know, and I'm not saying JBL was he, at at this stage JBL was extremely he was extremely repetitive. He wasn't very inventive. He had his moments, but he was uh, average to subpar announcer at this stage of the yeah. So well, I mean, let's, let's face both it. Level. Our opinions, our opinions are always going to be a little bit different from Smart Nation Radio over there. Yeah. Okay. Our boy, our boy, hey, James. Hey, guys. And, yeah. Let's tread lightly hey, there. That, that's our big hey, brother. Hey, uh, Rich will be on the show it, soon, and he'll talk it, shit to it's, me. It's, it's all good. Yeah, it's all in fun. They know that. So. We're, our opinions are always going to be a little bit different. I would agree with Rance. It's a, I mean, it's a little much, guys. Like, y'all celebrating like the president just finally got impeached, okay? Let's let's calm down with all hey, that. Hey, watch guys. out. We're the rest of the podcast, Carl. Watch out. That's oh, true. I better, I better calm down with that. So. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm done. I'm done. Wow. I just needed to say that. Okay. Okay. Um, I just okay. need people to at least I do wanna say... appreciate stuff. The final shoe was dropped, and that, I'm going to say it, that subpar commentary team that SmackDown had last year, all three parts of it are gone. And now, the Mauro part, that's going to be controversial for some people. But, okay, here's the thing with Mauro Ronaldo. I do want to say this real quick. I know it's unrelated. Mm-hmm. He can be a very good announcer. Absolutely. However, when he's stuck on Mama Mia! Speak on it, Caleb! Or, or they're like a Dennis and a carpenter fighting tooth and nail. Hey, hey, real That's quick, Caleb. Real bad. quick, Caleb. 
Real quick. How, how oh, I know what you want. How, I know what you how would, how would Conan potentially announce a match? Oh, boy. Conan. What would he, he say? Would what say, would he yeah. say? Oh, boy. He would say, oh, this match is serious like a late period. Viva la raza! <laughs> <laughs> there it is, folks. Yeah. Our weekly yes. Viva la raza from Caleb. Yep, you got it. Wow. Hey, speaking of Conan, you know what organization he works for in Orlando right now? Do you? No. I'm fuck it. Global Force Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, Anthem, whatever, whatever they're Does called. Does he work there? Point. Oh, LAX. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Shows man. how I give such, a fuck about that company. Such weirdness right now. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. Aren't want, they like pimping hoes and selling crack on camera? Oh yeah, yeah, LAX. Yeah, their uh, their whole gimmick is like, yeah, they're running drugs and guns, and they pimp hoes now. And wrestling's <laughs> like a awesome. sli- this is this is where we are. Side, wrestling's a side hustle. <laughs> this is where we are <laughs> with the company. Hey, you oh know what those God. guys should do? They should pimp hoes on TV. That's it. They should. Yeah, I'm, start, I'm starting to think I should watch more of this promotion. Like, <laughs> some of the stuff I hear about, I'm just like, it feels very, very Russo-ish. You know what I mean? Like, it is, man. It can be campy. It can be very campy. I will say that. Um, sure. However, off screen, they've had a lot of drama lately. I believe it was uh, as early as Sunday, last Sunday. Jeff Jarrett uh, was announced as leaving Global Force, but apparently. Jeff Jarrett still owns the Global Force name, and the merger was never, like, made official. So, like, if he leaves and he takes the name with him, they go back to being Impact Wrestling. And that's all weird, and who knows what's up there. Um, this probably stems from the fact that Jeff Jarrett was wrestling drunk in Mexico a couple weeks back. Yeah. Uh, a couple days later, news had broke that apparently Anthem is starting to go under because they have sunk a lot of money into this promotion. They're not seeing it come back. And uh, the semi-annual rumors of Impact, TNA, NWTNA, GFW's demise have come yet again. <laughs> Man. Okay. So, Man. you guys yeah. ready to discuss yeah. that? Yeah, let, let, me, let, me, let me get in. Yeah, I got Man. you. I don't, I don't, oh, boy. First of all, first of all, who would have thought that a company that allowed Alberto Del Rio to be their champion the second he walked in the door, run by Jeff freaking Jarrett, who would have thought that they would be having issues so quickly? Never. I never, never would have thought it, right? No. And, you know, who else would have thought that Jeff Jarrett would have actually been out before Alberto Del Rio technically is out, right? Like, this is a cluster, clusterfuck of... of awfulness when it comes to to gfw impact anthem looney tunes whatever you want to call them garbage um there's as far as them going under i I will believe it when i see it i feel like like there's a certainty in life and that is (laughs) certainty dev taxes and tna (laughs) well kind of they're like tna is like the cockroach of wrestling yeah. And what I mean by that is when there's a nuclear holocaust, they'll be around. Eric, Eric Young and Eli Drake will still be, not Eric Young, excuse me, EC3 and Eli Drake will still be wrestling in the ring for TNA somehow. They're like an they amoeba. Are, They're like an amoeba. They, they, 
Yeah, they 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 do not go away. I, I mean, I don't I don't want them to. I don't like it when guys lose their jobs. This isn't what I'm. I don't. And even though they're not getting paid on time half the time anyway, but I don't like the fact that these things happen. You know, because I feel for these guys. There's a lot of talent over there. Do you remember the story? Do you remember the story of Old Yeller? Sure. Old Yeller was a good dog. Wow. Old Yeller was a fun dog. But it came a point where Old Yeller got rabies and they had to take him to the back and put him out of his misery. I don't want these guys to lose their jobs either. But take this fucking company and put it out of his fucking misery. This company reminds me of you know how your grandma made you that sweater or bought you that sweater when you were like five? And you're 35 and you still got that fucking sweater in your closet and you're throwing it away like 17 <laughs> times. But it finds its way back to your closet. TNA yeah. is that sweater. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm with you, man. And then here's the fucked up part. Here's the shit that trips me out. They're still fucking signing people. They signed uh, 014K, the Chris Brothers. Yeah. They're a hot tag team. You know, yeah. well, that I mean, well, could have used the thing, them. Though. They're, they're doing the WCW thing where it's we're going to continue to hemorrhage money to make it seem like we're not losing money all <laughs> in an attempt to, to save this, but it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? They're still spending money because they don't want it to seem like on the surface that they have no clue what they're doing, that everything's fine. So that the casual viewer or whatever, however many, all five of them, whatever. It's 10 now. Are, it was 10 this week. Yeah. That, you know. They don't have a clue what's going on. They're just like, oh, man, they keep bringing in new guys. That's cool. But the reality is us, we know what's going on because it leaks everywhere, you know. But it's just, man, I kind of hope that if they do go, that I mean, a lot of these guys can find a way to make some money. And I think they will. Like I said, they've got talent. They've got guys who can go do shit elsewhere. And I don't know why a lot of them stick around. I, I feel like it couldn't be for lack of opportunity. It's loyalty. Remember, yeah, uh, remember, remember, Abyss had a WrestleMania match. Like, they weren't signing him to say maybe. No, they were going to sign him in, in, in January for a WrestleMania match with the Undertaker. There's not... Yeah. That's a bigger honor than a world world championship, in, many, in my in my opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the squad. Like, I'm loyal. I love you too. Right? I do. But if Edge and Christian call me tomorrow, and like, hey, Rams, we need you to be a part of our podcast... This would be the SM podcast featuring Caleb and Carl. Cause I'm Fair out, boy. okay? I'm out. I'm letting y'all know that now. No, and I get that. You know, I mean, it's the same. You know, not every not everybody can survive that. Like someone like Sting, who was so loyal to WCW for so long, was able to survive that, and then he went on and worked in TNA as well. And he was making like WWE, right? He was making like five million a year, pretty much right, the whole time. But he, exactly, he's Sting, right? Like yeah. Some of these guys are not Sting. Yeah. You know? Fair point. They're just there because they're loyal. Like, and yeah. Rockstar Spud. Like, Bro, yeah. leave. <laughs> Get out. Like, I, I still don't know what EC3 is doing in TNA. Why? Well, because what his last name it? is Carter. He can't go to WWE because <laughs> there's no Carters. No, he can he leave. Needs... His, his aunt appeared on, on the 24 thing. He could leave now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah, maybe just guys uh, like it, that. It's crazy. Like, what are they doing? Like, get out, you know? The, re- the reality is greener. Yeah, the reality of the EC3 thing is that, you know, contrary to popular belief, at this juncture, those checks from TNA are still actually coming in on time at this juncture. Eh. And eh. EC3 okay. is under contract, I believe, until the beginning of 2019 as NXT. well. So. NXT. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully by then we go up, but... That's whatever. 
but yeah, I mean, it's just, like you said, you know, it's just they're like a little, they're just like a cockroach, man, and they just, they just, they do not go away. So the, the wrestlers for that the, company, the rumors of their demise are overrated. Little, let's, yeah, let's calm down on that. Let's let's calm down. The wrestlers for NXT have battered women syndrome, and I'm not joking about the real people and women that have battered women syndrome, but they won't leave this company because they feel like they got to be genuinely uh, loyal to the to the squad. Like, go make your money. Go make your yeah. money. You know? While you if, can. While you if can. it's that serious, Ring of Honor pays more than TNA anyway. If it's that serious, Japan pays more than Ring of Honor. Hell, PWG probably pay more than Ring of Honor than TNA. If we honest. I mean, like, and they don't have a you, roster. Yeah, I mean, while you're young and healthy and so able to do this, you need to get as much out of it as you can. Absolutely. You man. know, that, I mean, I just, let's, you know, that's why. I'm the same way about athletes getting ridiculous paychecks. As long as someone's willing, willing to pay them, yeah, then that's then that's their value. You know, and people don't like it. People don't like that opinion. You know, but this is this isn't like you know. I don't want to get into the into business and politics, but it's free market, right? So if yeah. you're able to go get that money, Earn go it. get that money. Absolutely. I got no problem with that. You know, so but man, but, but Caleb, shame to see one of these guys get hurt and then not have have that opportunity yeah. to cash in. Uh, you know? uh, knock on wood, a dry situation, and then, you know, they or better yet, Jesse Sorensen. He had to take care of all that shit on his own. Yeah. Or DJ Zima, Zima, yeah. Zima Ion had to take care of that shit basically on his own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Luckily, both of those guys were able to get healthy and start wrestling again, but who knows? They could have easily been in a wheelchair for the rest of their life. The I I don't I didn't see the the DJ Z thing, but I saw the Jesse Sorensen bump. That was terrifying. But yeah, absolutely. You're the GFW watcher, Caleb. So, educate us. I mean, what do you want me to educate y'all? <laughs> oh, are we, are we right? Did we, everything we said was correct? About, uh, I mean, okay. I will say this. Um, at this point, I kind of agree. If you're a talent like an EC3, for example... Who, you know, you might not be, obviously, you're not necessarily known to a casual viewer or whatever, but there is a sect of, and I, most of the internet wrestling community, those that check the Twitter feed and whatnot, they know who you are. They know, you know, what you bring to the table. They know the value that you have. So, say, yeah, as you can, go. Go make money elsewhere. Go, if you're making more, if you make more in NXT. If you'd, I wouldn't say Ring of Honor. I hear their, I hear their contract structure is weird. So unless you can get on like a like a Cody Rhodes type deal where you just show up, you know, you're not necessarily under contract. Yeah. yeah, you just show up. Yeah. Unless you can get on that kind of deal, I wouldn't go with them. But uh, also, Japan, Cody got the name. Where Cody has the name where yeah. he can negotiate that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I feel like there are some that could do the same thing, but you no, know, whatever. Um, go to Japan where like you know if you're certain talents if you're of a certain level you can make WWE money and do like half the work uh, same thing uh, maybe do kind of like what also what Cody does and work <laughs> like every independent that's known to man yeah you know like Chris Hero did yeah or Sammy and Callahan or Drew McIntyre yeah yep I would say yeah as soon as your contract is up as soon as you are free to go, 
get the fuck out of there. That's that's really the only word of advice that I have. Um, but yeah, that's really all I got on that. But uh, you know, we had mentioned, you know, real quick, oh, I just I just want to point out how hilarious it is that Cody, don't call me Rhodes, has had like numerous singles matches at WrestleMania, and Dolph can't get one. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. But Cody, okay, but yeah. but Cody was underutilized. Okay. I'm sorry. Cody hey, well, more, yeah. hey, Cody has said himself that he underutilized himself. He oh. has said that. That has come out. Oh, I know. So, so I know. people that are going to bat for him, he doesn't even want to hear that excuse. So I know. Before, Again, before that, you know. me sitting on my high horse trying to express to the IWC, Rance ain't crazy. Rance don't say shit just to say, just to say shit. I don't disagree with y'all. Just disagree with y'all. The shit I say, not only is right and makes well, I'm not gonna say it's right, but not only makes sense. But the people is happening to agree with me. I just want to point that out there. Oh, okay. he's putting himself over, brother. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're gonna put yourself over, brother, brother. But yeah. uh, hey, we're gonna get our we, golden we shovels out. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So we just talked about several uh, GFW talents and possibly leaving and going to WWE or NXT or what have you. Now, real quick, I want to discuss a particular talent that actually is going to the PC and signed this week, and that is one Donovan Dijak. Yeah. And those of you that have seen him at an indie or watched Ring of Honor, you know exactly who this guy is, and you know just how impressive this guy is too. Big motherfucker. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do, yeah, do you guys have any thoughts on that? I love it. I love it. We we complain all the time. Well, I won't say we complain, but there is a there is a thought process that there is not a lot of giant prospects anymore, and this generation of fans don't want to see the the old school lumbering giant. So when you got when you got guys like Braun who's out there redefining what a giant is, Donovan Dijak is six seven. So, and I don't know if you guys have seen him wrestle. He had he wrestled a match with Keith Lee that I'm going to watch when I get a chance at the Bola. And Keith Lee's my guy. Um, shout out to Keith Lee. But, bro, like, this dude can go. He's talented. He's young as all hell. He is, he, he's a guy that will be debuting on NXT very soon. And you might even see a Drew McIntyre, Donovan Dijak title match like he has so much potential he's what mark gentrack should have been at that age um i have no thoughts because i don't really am not familiar with him but i will i will once again i will trust y'all's judgment on this because you guys as much shit as i give you caleb um i do tend to you know i still listen to your opinions so uh, (laughs) listen this is the way i look at it i feel like WWE knows their talents. You know, I do. I feel like they know where to find guys. So if, especially now with, you know, Triple H being in charge of a lot of that stuff, finding guys and stuff, I trust in the process. Let's put it that way. So I would assume that he's going to be <laughs> Sorry, as, <laughs> as good as, you know, you guys say he will be. Shout out to the Sixers. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Sixers and sup, sup. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Um, yeah, Donovan Dijak is something else. Um, I've only seen him wrestle once in person. That was in a battle royal. Carl, you saw it too, but you probably don't remember. Ah. But hey, that's whatever. Oh, was that the Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the ro- yeah Hacksaw won the yeah Hacksaw won the Danny Hodge uh, Invitational. 
even yeah, though he I didn't would... really do much until like everyone got eliminated. Right. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have known him from that crowd for that. For, for you know, no, no doubt about that. Classic Carl yeah. not paying attention to shit. Okay, there was three people that got an entrance, and he was one of them. I'm just saying, like you're saying, like they had a grand entrance or something, and you know I that's didn't not say it true. Was a grand entrance. No. I said it was an entrance. That's all. Okay. Okay. You, you know, the okay. few people that have an entrance in a battle royal are the people they want you to pay attention to. Right. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it didn't, it didn't work. So okay. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Well. My bad. My but no, no, no. Let's not get on yeah. that. Cause I got some goodwill today. Let's not get on that. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Let, let me take the heat, okay? Let me take the heat today. I'm down. I don't care yeah. if you work on Christmas. <laughs> I don't care if you work for other companies. I got the heat, brother. Let's Screw do it. Screw it. Don't care if you got to work oh, yeah. the extra day doing commentary. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Big wrestling over here. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep, I, I knew that would pop him. I knew it would pop him. Um, one more rapid fire before we go to the questions, guys, because we really burned through shit tonight. Yeah. Um, and we don't have to discuss this at length because, you know, we don't watch a lot of PWG. But, hey, they had Bola last weekend, and for the first time ever, they crowned a two-time winner in one ricochet. So, hey, that was cool, man, hearing about that. And I, I've heard, too, that all three nights of Bola were really impressive. They always so are, though. Honestly, they are. They that's always something are, I might have. Okay. Well, that's um, something I might have to buy on DVD, though. I don't know. Yeah. As far as far as Bola is concerned, Battle of Los Angeles, uh, right? That's what it, that's what it means. Yeah. Uh, they, they really so, ought to work on that name because it almost just sounds like Ebola. But you know, I, only I'm, I'm you. Sleep, though. Only yeah, you. So it's fine. But I'll say this: Ricochet. Um, some of the matches I've seen him in, he's really good. But some of the stuff, it, it's. We had a, there was a big debate about him and the match he had with Will Osprey a while back, right? You guys remember that? Yes. And some guys were shitting about it because it was like damn near a fucking gymnastics routine. Yeah. And then some were like, no, it was beautiful wrestling, whatever you want to call it. I'm it was an episode of Power so, Rangers. Well, you know, right. So, however, Ricochet is talented, so let's not get it twisted. Um, whenever he's ready to come on and make the next step, he should probably do it too. You know, he's, he's pretty... He's so hot right now, you know. He would have signed. He would have <laughs> signed. That damn NXT. ricochet is so hot right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he would have signed to NXT already, but he's still under contract with LU. That's the only problem. Okay. Um, and Ricochet okay. is amazing. Yeah. Difference between Ricochet and Will Ospreay is Ricochet can actually perform wrestling holds. Uh, Will Ospreay is is a ballerina, but um, <laughs> no, I I, ha- I don't I don't I don't Ricochet is great. I just don't think he should have won. Because normally the bowler is normally the bowler winner is a guy who's supposed to be the next up in wrestling. That was Keith Lee's thing to win. I think Keith Lee should have won because yeah. Keith Lee, you're gonna start seeing him ascend and be the next guy. Every year the winner is normally the guy who's next up. Like uh, Marty Skrull won it last year. Marty Skrull yeah. or when Gargano won it like five six years ago, and he was he was becoming like the guy. When Kevin Steen won it, when he was Kevin Steen, you know, like these guys won it as they were ascending into yeah. the mainstream populace. Keith Lee is about to make some noise. It, yeah, G- Generico became like a top guy in Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Like, right after he won Bola as well. Possibly because gotta, gotta, of Bola. Gotta get your Generico pop in there. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah. Who are you trying to relate this to, man? Yeah, yeah. You, you know. Oh, you know. No, you know. I don't. I. 
this doesn't like who else could you relate it to? I don't understand. Let, let's let's move on. Okay, so uh, you guys want to answer some questions? Let's do a few. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, let's do a few. Well, is that oh, you, we'll, 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 we'll take them as it comes. We got a handful. Uh, let's see here. Come on now, Phoneski. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I'll pull these questions up. All right. So, first question. Uh, guy also asked a question last week. Robert Henry. Sup's up. Gonna go to Local Media 2 with you. Yeah, what's up? He asked us, and it's funny that you mentioned Gorilla Monsoon and... Uh, I believe it was Jesse Ventura earlier. Um, or no, Bobby Heenan. Yeah. Uh, but he had asked us, if you guys could make a Dream Announce team, you know, use as many guys as you want, who would you use? And, like, you know, how would you format it? So on and so forth. Um, I want to fill this first, and I'll let you guys answer. Now, if you guys know me, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a mark for the traditional two-man booth. Mm-hmm. And with that, I would probably say... And it's a team that's actually been done before. I would honestly say Jim Ross and Paul Heyman, to be completely honest with you. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I, I would also stick with a two-man booth. Um, and I would do a team that's also been done before. Uh, it has to be Jim Ross. I mean, to me, for my time in wrestling, watching wrestling, Jim Ross is the iconic voice. Um, I didn't grow up listening to Gorilla Monsoon, I have, you know, going back and watching stuff, but Jim Ross. And I know a lot of people will hate this. I don't really care, but Jerry Lawler still. They, to me, they just made a great yeah. announce team. You know what I mean? They were just Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, of course, I'm from Memphis, too, so I, you know, have a soft spot for Jerry the King Lawler anyway, but yeah, it would be those guys, for sure. What about you, Rance? I would do the three-man booth because I appreciate the middleman having to play between the face and the heel. Um, sure. It was, it was, you know, don't get me wrong, in the history of wrestling, you know, you had your face play-by-play, your heel announcer. It's always interesting, but it's something to me to let a play-by-play guy just be impartial, let the face and the heel do their own thing. So I would have JR and King, and I'm talking about, like, 97 King, you know, like, okay. at his, like, when he, at his worst. When I mean yeah. worst, I mean at his best. But I would have, and people are going to shit on me for this, but I would have Michael Cole be the play-by-play. Okay. Now, I am a huge Michael Cole advocate because Michael Cole is probably the most underrated announcer in wrestling history because he gets shit on so much for doing his job. Like, he's not he's not bad. We've watched him for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? He's not bad. He just does what he's supposed to do and does it well. So if you have that guy, a dude who used to be a war correspondent, just completely playing the straight man and let J.R. and King go at it and just call the action. I would say Joey Styles, but Joey Styles has proven that he can't work well with other people. <laughs> oh, That's boy. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Next, next wow. question. Yeah, next okay. Question. Next Ding. question. All right, then. I got you. Rance, this is the one I was telling you about earlier where I kind of got heckled by a friend. Yeah. And uh, this piece of shit that sent this question in is one, <laughs> Will Kelly, and he had said, and I quote, Uh-oh. direct quote, guys, <laughs> how many sexual favors have you requested to Sami Zayn to be his biggest fan? And the answer is a whopping 4,500. 
A whopping zero. No, no. What's um, the answer? It's sixty-seven thousand eight hundred or whatever it is. However much that people donated for the salmon for Syria. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I I can neither confirm nor deny Caleb's numbers, so I will. Oh boy. Take the high road. <laughs> oh. Hi, Sammy. Well, well, regardless of, well, regardless of the content of your question, thank you for sending it in. Um. <laughs> Uh, next question we have is one from is from one Jacob Oliver, another friend of mine. Now this is not wrestling related, and this is a nice change of pace here. Now, if applicable, what games and consoles are you guys currently playing on right now? And uh, I'm also going to fill this one real quick, you know, because I'm reading them off. Yeah. I am on a PS4. I have been on a PS4 for three years now, and here lately I've been playing a lot of MLB 17. I've still been getting a lot of play out of that. Great game. Now, however, great game. Now, yeah, absolutely. Now, however, coming in October, we've got at least one game confirmed to come out that I'm very interested in playing, and another that is still currently announced for October 17, but it I kind of suspect it's getting moved back. Now, that first game, that obvious that one you can confirm is WWE 2K18. I've already pre-ordered the deluxe edition with the season pass and all that. Oh, good shit. Whatever, I'm lazy, who knows. Um, anyway, the other one that still has an October 17 release date, but I kind of suspect it's going to get moved back, is the new South Park RPG game, and that is South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Bro, so if you uh, realize... Yeah, t- no. tell, tell, them about the, uh, tell them about the difficulty levels on the game. Oh boy! <laughs> okay, so this actually cracked me up uh, as a... As a Caucasian man, um, it <laughs> no, it's fucking hilarious. Do you want um, me to say it? Will it be more comfortable if I say it? Yeah, let's let the black guy say it. So, like in real life, the darker you make your player in the game, the harder his life is. Not the game. <laughs> Not the game portion, just his life. <laughs> and it's pretty accurate. Basically, like, people will hurl more insults at you and stuff like that in the, in the game. Yeah, your credit Which will probably is, start off at, like, 5.30. You know, you'll probably is. start off owing $40,000 to the bank. You know, just regular black folks shit. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. That's just the, the genius of Matt and Trey, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. And the creators of this game as well. So, um, Rance, I'll let you answer the game system question just a second, because I'm just going to jump in and say not applicable. <laughs> I have not. Yeah, I have an Xbox 360 that I haven't touched in, I don't know, since my kids were born. Not applicable uh, because parent. Yeah, so I just don't don't get a lot of time to hit the video games. The last video game I've played, I've, I mean, I've, I've played the occasional Mario Kart uh, on like old school N64 here and there in recent years. Uh, last game I played seriously was literally probably Fallout New Vegas or Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. So it's been a while. Okay. Go, Call go of, ahead, Modern Warfare Modern Warfare 2 is my favorite Call of Duty. Um, oh, it's I, a great game. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm a I'm a big sports fan, so uh, for me, WWE, 2K, any of them. Uh, Madden is cool. Gets repetitive, but it's cool. NBA is my shit. I will play that all day, every day, all year. Um, I also enjoy the Guitar Hero Live game that came out. It's always a fun game. But one game I would like to, um, I would like to kind of give you guys something to think about and play is, you know, Telltale does the, uh, 
the story game. They did the Walking Dead game. Yes. They did the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Batman. game. Batman. The bat, the new Batman. They, well, the Batman that came out before was great, but the new one, the first episode is out. Second episode should be coming out by the end of this month. Yo, those are worth your money. Those are worth your money, and it's like five dollars an episode. The game's like twenty bucks, and it's five dollars extra episode because it's five episodes. They re-upload them as the year goes on. Give that a try. You do those on your phone, don't you? You can play those on your phone. No, you can play them on the console. I play mine on my okay. PlayStation. I have a PS4. Well, because I've heard I've played a Telltale game on my phone before. I know that. So. I did the Walking Dead games on my phone, but the two Batman games I've done on uh, I've done on the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Before we move on, I want to say, um, as far as the Telltale games go, I still have finished season one of Batman. I really want to. I need to actually. Been getting kind of lazy about it. Um, also, another Telltale game I haven't finished is uh, Walking Dead Season 3, a.k.a. A New Frontier. I believe I'm up to the fourth episode, maybe the fifth one. Are you not done yet? Um, no, not done yet. I, I kind of stopped. There was a point in time, like a couple months ago, where I just kind of quit playing games for a little while. But, uh, yeah. What'd also, uh, real quick. Oh, um, Tales from the Borderlands as well. I started that. It's awesome. Okay. Um, I know that one's kind of older. Uh, Rance, I do want to ask you, uh, have you played long shot mode on Madden 18? Yes, and it the only thing I don't like about it is you don't play enough football for me. Like, I like the little mini games. The story is pretty solid, um, but there's not enough football for me. Okay. You know, and then mm-hmm. the other thing is, once it's over, like, I, I don't know, I, I'm pretty sure you don't play NBA, but, like, the NBA games have this thing called the prelude where you'll start off in college or you start off as a street ball or something, and then you yeah. can finish that and then import your player into your my player. Well, there's no my player in Madden. So long shots, once <laughs> it's finished, it's over. Ah. So if they had a my player mode where you could just focus on you, and not franchise, but like a my player mode where it's more than yeah. just your standard, you know, play the game, go to practice, play the game, go to practice. Yeah, that would be great. And they would sell yeah. so much more copies. Absolutely, yeah. That sounds uh, sounds accurate. Um, so if we've all set our piece off as far as video games go, we have another question. This first one not related to wrestling. The second one is related to wrestling. It's someone else who kind of cheated the system. Sent two questions in one, but hey, whatever. I'm not gonna get mad at you, Shelly. I cannot remember your last name right now because I'm I got the question on Twitter. But hey, Shelly, thank you for sending these questions in. Uh, first question, do you guys have any other hobbies besides wrestling? And for me, I don't necessarily have hobbies. I like, I mean, I get out, obviously. I, At one point in time, and I still do to this day because I still buy them, I am a collector. I have at least 80 in my bedroom right now. So, yeah, there's quite a bit there. Um, and, I, I mean, I watch a lot of movies. I and that's really about it, to be perfectly honest with you. Okay, can I answer? Can I answer? Yes, go ahead. My favorite hobby is fucking these bitches. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Ah! <laughs> uh, I'm just joking. Uh, no, man, yeah, I play video games, hang out with the kids. Uh, I'm an avid basketball player when I have the time. Uh, yeah, you know. If you're talking about, like, a collection, the only thing I really collect, I collect uh, souvenir cups from, uh, like, stadiums and stuff. I got like 20 of them. Okay. So. Okay. Um, 
as far as hobbies go, when I get the opportunity, because I'm pretty busy, but when I get the opportunity, I do like to play golf. Very white answer, I know. Um, but I, I like to play golf. Um, and I haven't played in a long time, but I also like to play a lot of poker. Uh, I used to work in a casino, so you kind of get um, you know, thrown into that world a little bit, and I enjoy it. Um, as far as collecting goes, I've gone through phases. Uh, I don't really collect anything currently, um, but I have collected over the years. Me and my dad used to do the baseball card thing, and I carried that on for quite a while. I've still got some stuff at my parents' house hidden away that I've planned to keep um, and not sell because it was kind of a sell collect. You know what I mean? And then the other thing is I really like – I'm a big movie buff, um, and I really like those steel box Blu-rays that they put out yes. to get cool designs on them. Now, they get a little bit pricey, and I, find, I found some really good ones online. So that would be – as far as collecting, I probably I don't have a ton of them, but I do like them. So if I see one that I like, I'll pick it up. Uh, so that's you really need to it. buy you, you need to buy the Big Lebowski on Steelbook. It's awesome. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the best Steelbook cover I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie or not. The movie's incredible. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Uh, is Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, if you haven't seen, <laughs> yeah. if you have not seen that movie, that that's is funny. an excellent movie. Yeah. And the Steelbox is amazing. Um, Caleb, have you seen it before? I have not. You actually told okay. me about this in St. Louis, believe it or not. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the the ranch, just to jump it in, just to tell you, the steel box, I know you know what those are. Yeah. Um, you know the, the whole deal with the lollipop or whatever, how he breaks it or whatever through part uh -huh. of the movie? Uh -huh. That's the cover of the box is the broken lollipop, but it's like this Oh, pink. that's awesome. Dude, it is a, the coolest cover I've ever seen. That's um, awesome. I got a, I got a friend borrowing and I may never see it again, but that is yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, just, that, that's that's yeah. one of my uh, that, that's about it. So that's it for me. Long long answer on that one. Sorry about that. That's fine, dude. If if people get tired of it, you know what they can do. I got two words for them. Keep listening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> please please download. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, you guys ready for the next question? The the second part. Oh, shit, it's a yes. two-parter. Okay. Yeah, it is a two-parter. She also asked, and this is related to wrestling, she asked, could John Cena be any hotter? <laughs> no, he's Real unattractive. Real quick, I want to say, I, they, they said, she said, could he be any hotter? And I say, yes, if he had a full, like, flowing head of hair, absolutely, yeah. No, Kayla's real answer is if he was a ginger Syrian, <laughs> Syrian from Canada, from Montreal... Yeah, whose uh, name oh rhymes with, what, what, with 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 Amy, and last name rhymes with Rebe. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let me let me answer this. Uh, Don't know who that relates to, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> real 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 quick. Um, so John's all right. You know, I'm not afraid to say if if a, if, if a dude's a good looking guy or not. Whatever doesn't bother me. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm secure in my uh, yeah. heterosexuality. But um, he's he's not my type. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I uh, yeah, I, I would probably be more of a Roman Reigns guy. Absolutely, man, right there. Absolutely, you know what I'm probably Roman a, a good-looking dude. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit of a Ryan Gosling guy myself. Ooh, yeah. I can real. see. Yeah. I can see. I can see that being your type. <laughs> oh, while we're on the subject of John Cena, real quick, shout out to my boy John Cena being uh, up for the role for Shazam. Something I said he should have done. 
it just how cool would it be? Oh with, yeah. Y'all seen the being Shazam and the Rock being Black Adam? That Dude. should be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. How how is John Cena gonna replace Shaq as that as, as that genie? What's gonna go on Next there? Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. This one from Joe Saba. Um, what up, Joe? Friend in the wrestling squared circle. Yeah. What's up, sup? He asked us some questions, but he split them up. Okay, I'm gonna get the easy one out of the way. Is the Miz the best heel in the business? Now, I I construed this to mean the best one in the business right now. And with that, I would say yes. Um, honestly, you could make an argument for Jinder Mahal, but for me, the reason the Miz gets the edge is because the Miz has to work, like has to really work to get booed. And so that's the biggest reason, because people want to cheer him, and then he'll say something. That'll just piss you off so bad that you can't help but boo him. So I would agree that yes, the Miz is the best heel on the business for right now. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, you guys know I'm a big, big mark for the Miz, but I will still boo his ass when he comes on television. <laughs> okay, and that to me that is a great heel. Uh, Kevin Ho- Kevin Owens had that for a minute. It's, it's been a little bit different lately, but I would still go with the Miz. He's just. Not only is he the best heel in the business, but in my opinion, he's also the best mic man in the business right now. I don't think there's anybody Ooh. that is right now. Ooh, so he is, he is, to me, I've said this before, I think he is the MVP of the WWE for the last year or so. I really mean that. Yep. Uh, and a lot of, not, and I'm not talking like, you know, we know Dean Ambrose works more matches than anybody else yeah. on the live scene and stuff. I'm talking about, just keeping the shows together. Yeah. Yeah. A consistently excellent, fun rivalries and feuds, making guys matter like Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, stuff Marie. like that. You know what I mean? He's he's unbelievable. He really is. And if you guys are a hater, I don't know what's wrong with you. I would think he doesn't have many at this point. So what do you think, Rance? Best best heel in the business? Traditionally, yes, because his alignment is heel, but he gets he gets cheered. Um uh, shout out to LIJ groups like that who, you know, get heat too. But uh, the the answer is a miss. But I would like to throw out, like you said earlier, Jinder Mahal, because Jinder Mahal is a traditional heel who is hated unanimously. So I, I Miz would be the answer. But I just wanna want y'all to remember that the point of a heel is to be hated, and y'all out here. Showing praise yeah. to your boy Miz. Well, Caleb just—he did mention gender, so yeah, I'm, I'm, not, yeah, I'm that. yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, that I takes mean, a lot of growth from, from Caleb. I'm proud of you. Oh boy, thanks, Dad. <laughs> You'll be getting a gender shirt in the mail. Oh no, no, thank you. <laughs> but my you just have the one that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to pass up, I'll have to pass up that. So uh, next one. Sabin says, what do you make of Sasha Banks and treatment of fans? Now, I believe in this he's referring to the whole like the way Sasha Banks apparently is, you know, at airports and stuff, and apparently she gets a little testy. But here's the thing. I understand. You know, you've just got off a plane, or you're going to get on a plane, whatever the case may be, and you probably either if you're getting on a plane, you just want to get to your flight. Or if you're getting off a plane, you want to go to the hotel and get some sleep. And then you have some jabronis at the airport at like 3 o'clock in the morning 
that are shoving things in your face to, for you to sign so they can sell them on eBay because they're too lazy to go yeah. get a real job. <laughs> Shout out CM Punk on that one. Tell them but, how you really uh, feel. So, but <laughs> that's exactly what he said. And oh, yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, and the whole, like, there's this weird, like, almost like a stalker culture with some fans ar- around that, you know, like I said, will go to airports and stuff, and even some track flights and shit. It's weird. Yeah, but that's not just so, wrestlers, bro. They've been doing that for entertainers for decades. I, well, yeah, even even so, that's I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's entertainers, wrestlers, whatever. It's still weird. Please don't do that. I'm asking you, a friend, I guess. Please don't do that. Well, what do you guys uh, have to say? So, so Go you're, ahead, you're right. You're right. Technically, you shouldn't do that. Technically, you should allow a person their privacy. However, like I mentioned Uh-oh. earlier with Christmas, when you put yourself at that level of entertainment, at that level of mainstream, uh, you know, the, the, that level of being mainstream, you don't be, you belong to the people. So Mercedes KV, whatever her car, whatever her last name is, <laughs> like, okay, she deserves privacy. But Sasha Banks don't deserve no privacy. That's just what it is. And it, it, it sucks. I hate to say it. I'm not saying it because I like it. It's just what it is. If I, was, if, I was, if I was LeBron James right now, I would never expect to have a, a long moment outside of my house or outside of my job. You're just not going to. Too popular. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm, not, I'm think... not saying it's right, but it's what you got to expect. Yeah, it, it comes with the territory. Um, I don't, I'm kind of, uh, you know, this one's tough. I, I don't, I do kind of feel, I feel more sorry for them about this than I do the Christmas thing. Let's put it that That's way. fair. The reason being That's fair. Is, is because. They're at their worst when know, they get off a flight. Yeah. Yeah, man. And like, it, it would be one thing if, if it was just a, you know, hey man, how's it going? But when it turns into this. Hey, I'm I'm here. I've been waiting for you for two hours like a fucking weirdo, and now you I've got owe me a this case full of shit. And sign this, and sign this, and sign that. Like you should just if it's you know, to me if this is what you're trying to do, you should be willing to take no for an answer. First of all, yeah. And second of all, don't show up with a briefcase full of stuff. You're just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, just one you thing. You know what I mean? Like just show up with one thing and accept whether they're down or not. Or how about you, you know ask? Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Right. I know you're busy, but do you mind signing this for me? Yeah, Randy Orton situation. Manners, you know? Randy Orton situation where he was in the gym working out and the dude's taking pictures of him behind him in the gym. Like yeah, Randy was, said, I'd have took a picture crazy. with you. All you had to do was ask me. But don't hey, not get Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 